This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch's sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee, plus 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com code odyssey. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Well, good morning, Buffalo. It's Dominic Cortese, and Hammer Time Radio starts right here, right now. When you want the work done right, call Dominic Cortese. Call Cortese, your man Leaking roof? Need new windows? Looking to remodel your kitchen or bath? You've come to the right place and the right time. Broadcasting on News Radio 930 WBEN since 1989, this is Hammer Time Radio. Now, your host, your man for home improvements, Dominic Cortese. Good morning, homeowners, and welcome once again to Hammer Time Radio here on WBEN. Dominic Cortese with you. How are you? What's going on around your house? Well, participate in the program this Saturday morning by giving us a call. It's a rainy day and kind of yucky outside, so how about... Huddling up to the radio and pouring an extra cup of coffee and giving us a call at 803-0930. That's outside, uh, on outside the 716. It's 1-800-616-WBEN. And uh, you can always write into the Volkswagen of Orchard Park Tax Board, and that number is the same as our call-in number, 803-0930. And you can always email me, hammertime at cortese.net. Check out the Cortese website. Everything we do is there. Room additions, kitchen and bath renovations with our beautiful Bella Cucina custom kitchen cabinet line. Better living sunrooms, solar shades, retractable awnings, and everything on display at our Come Home to Cortese showroom at 9074 Main Street in Clarence. By the way, the July class of the Come Home to Cortese cooking school has a couple spots still open. And uh, this class is taking us to Liguria. Uh, Liguria is a little-known section of Italy. It's at the upper uh, west end of the country uh, as it abuts to France. And guess what comes from Liguria, folks? Pesto Genovese, along with minestrone soup, and of all things, focaccia. We thought that was a Barre's uh, uh, item. No, it's a Ligurian. 
So st- uh, check out the registration at Cortez.net for the July 10th Liguria class uh, to come home to Cortez Cooking School. In uh, August, we're going to Florence. In September, it's Sauce 101, October, Cheese Making, November, Pasta Fresca, and the December 4th class, Abruzzi. So these are the classes coming up, and uh, we're looking forward to you being a part of the Come Home to Cortese Cooking School. Uh, just go to cortese.net to register. The next class, again, as I said, July the 10th, as we travel to Liguria. On the live line right now, we're going to speak for a few minutes to Adam Shine from uh, Sun King. Good morning, Adam. Hey, Dominic. How are you today? Good. How's things at Sun King? Good. You just made me hungry, though, with yeah. that uh, yeah. last uh, segment. But, yeah, yeah Sun King, things are, uh, things are going great. I appreciate you having us on again. Well, you know, it's always exciting to speak uh, to you folks because you're kind of on the cutting edge of uh, – issues that we have to deal with as a society. And um, the reason we invited you on today is you were invited, uh, your company was invited to the Smithsonian uh, to kind of uh, be part of a new, exciting uh, display on the culture and the nature of cell phones. And of course, you're involved with cell phones on the recycling side. The Smithsonian National Museum of Natural History will present Cell Phone Unseen Connections, a new exhibit on the technology, environmental, and cultural impact of cell phones. It opened yesterday. Cell phone will offer visitors a chance to explore the many ways that cellular phones bring people closer to one another, often in ways that never even realize the multifaceted first-of-its-kind exhibition features interactive displays and hundreds of objects from the museum's collection, including minerals and an array of artifacts from around the world. And, of course, Sun King, uh, the folks there were invited to be a part of the opening day. Yeah, it was uh, fantastic. I mean, what an honor to, to be represented in the Smithsonian. This, this uh, Unseen Connections exhibit is going to be on display for the next four years. And uh, we got involved in it through our, our uh, lobbyist group. I'm currently the chairman of the electronics division of ISRI, which stands for Institute of Scrap Recycling Industries. It's our national lobbyist group. And uh, we got asked to be involved. This is going back probably about three years. Um, so it's, it's been a work in progress. And ultimately, we donated a tremendous number of cell phones, uh, I think three or 400 old, old style um, you know, first-gen phones, mm-hmm. flip phones, a lot of different stuff for the exhibit. So we got invited for the opening uh, gala on Thursday night. I just got back from Washington last night. And uh, so Thursday night we got to go enjoy uh, some some food and, and some beverages and, and then actually see the exhibit firsthand. And, and I'll tell you, it was a very proud moment for us. I bet. So tell us the connection then. Obviously, recycling is your business. Uh, how does that fit into the display? Yeah, so really, you know, it's talking about connections to phones and how they've changed our life and how it's brought people together throughout, uh, you know, the recent history. Uh, but also about where we've come from and gone to in terms of the evolution of phones. And, uh, you know, so you started with, frankly, I remember car phones when they were just that. They were in a car. They weren't mobile. They were literally mm-hmm. uh, drilled into your floor, and, and yep. you had the luxury of calling somebody from your, your vehicle. But 
you know, then newer generations came out that you could carry around, and, and then eventually smartphones were, were introduced. And uh, Kirk Johnson, who's the director of the Smithsonian National Museum of History, told a story that he had his first smartphone. He was an archaeologist, and he had his first smartphone in 2010, and he was on a dig, and they found a bone, and they didn't know what the bone was, and he used his smartphone to determine uh, what the bone had come from. Wow. So uh, j- just, uh, and, and, and he actually had the bone uh, when he was talking. So it was, cool. it was a pretty interesting connection to, to phones and how it's really improved and changed our lives. Give us a sense of how much of a cell phone is actually recycled. Yeah, so all of it can be recycled, actually. Um, you know, you've got, obviously, the, the screen, the glass, which doesn't really have any value, You've got the battery, which needs to come out and be handled uh, appropriately, but can be shredded and recovered. And then you have uh, the internal components. Uh, You've got the main board, of course. Um, You've got uh, um, some um, the digitizer on there. And and most all of that can be uh, be recycled and turned into new products. I will say... Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to add how important is that to the life of a cell phone that it is recyclable as opposed to disposable? Oh, it's, it's everything, to be yeah. honest with you. Yeah. Uh, you know, in, in today's day and age, you can't open uh, a paper or read a headline without talking about, you know, climate change and, and you know, uh, carbon, uh, you know, uh, carbon... Uh, footprint? You know, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, footprint, thank you. Um, so... By by reusing a cell phone, first of all, the best form of recycling is to be able to reuse it for its original intended purpose. So anytime we get smartphones in, that's step one. Can it be reused? Can we repurpose it? Can we wipe all the data off of it? Can we load the operating system back on? And can we fix a screen if needed? And can we resell the device? And if the answer is yes, that is the best form of recycling. Uh if we can't do any of that, then yes, recycling is the next form, next best form of recycling because you don't have to mine new materials, and there's a lot of energy that is exerted mining new materials. There's a lot of uh, carbon uh, emissions, as you talked about. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're using water in the production process, so you're saving natural resources, and you're preserving um, you know, a lot of a lot of our natural resources by reusing components that are, are fully reusable and, and able to be recycled. So a phone, once recycled, may not become a phone again, but maybe it becomes something else. Maybe it's a new circuit board in a car or in a refrigerator or, uh, you know, some of the copper that comes from the phone might turn into uh, a nozzle on your hose, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. as an example. Fascinating. Well, tell us again, the, dis- the display at the Smithsonian runs, for, you said, for four years? Yeah, it's, uh, it's set to run through 2027. And, uh, you know, if you walk in, you'll see uh, a nice sign that talks about the sponsor. Sun King's name is there. And then there's a very neat display with old phones that they kind of set up in this glass display. And, uh, and again, you'll see our name there. And then there's a couple of our workers that are featured on the wall. That's great. Um, dismantling. So yeah, it's through 2027 unseen connections. I highly recommend it. I mean, the Smithsonian Smithsonian 
is an institution, obviously, uh, that that is very well regarded. So we're we're very excited to be there. Before we let you go, Adam, give us a sense of what's happening day to day at Sun King. Uh, you no longer are doing events, correct? Uh, you are. No. Uh, go ahead. Quite the opposite, actually. Okay. We, we did decide to try events. We've done three so far this year, and, okay. and they've been met with uh, with pretty good success. So. Our plan is to continue them uh, throughout the year. So if you go to sunking.com, you can uh, then click on consumer and you'll see uh, a listing of all of our collection events throughout the year. When do we have one coming up then? Uh, we just had one in Batavia. I, off the top of my head, am not sure exactly when the next one is, but we just okay. had one last week in Batavia. So uh, I, I probably should know that, but uh, I don't know that we've released the rest, but we have, I think, six to eight more that we're planning for the year. So, so there's the website. The website would be the place to go. That's correct. Yep. Okay. Very good. Sunking, again, sunking.com? Yeah, with two N's. S U N N K I N G.com. Okay. Adam Shine from Sunking. Always a pleasure, Adam. We look forward to uh, speaking with you again. Thanks for having me, Dominic. Okay. Always appreciate it. Have a great day. All right. Bye bye now. 803-0930, that's the number for you this Saturday morning as we open the phone lines to anything around the house. 803-0930, outside the 716, 1-800-616-WBEN. It's, it's Dominic Cortese. And before you pick up the hammer, before you pick up the drill, pick up the phone and give me a call. I'd love to talk to you. Hammer time. Go with the phone. 1025 is hammer time. Hey, it's Dominic here. And how are you? 803-0930, pick up the phone. As we open up the lines to anything around the house this Saturday morning here on WBN. By the way, today is the closing day of the show house, the St. Patrick's Friary House at 102 Seymour Street in Buffalo in Larkinville. Closing day today, folks. If you haven't been there, you need to try to squeeze this in today. It's quite a remarkable transformation of this 1891 structure that was built as a friary. So there's many bedrooms, uh, many decorators involved, and we were proud to be able to do the kitchen uh, for the owners. It was an actual full renovation of the kitchen featuring our Bella Cucina custom kitchen cabinet line. It's always fun to uh, see what the decorators put together at the show house. And an interesting little uh, kind of uh, serendipitous moment was the fact that uh, Michelle picked a green for the kitchen on the island, it's called Charleston Green. It's a very dark, almost black-like green. And believe it or not, uh, without any kind of uh, uh, you know connection or parallel to the other de- decorators, that color is almost everywhere in the in the house. Uh, so we talked about that when we broadcast from the site. Today is closing day, so head over if you can. Uh, and your last chance for the Decorator Showhouse for this year and next, as it is a biannual event. Uh, this was a remarkable one, and you got to see it to believe it. Uh, someone's texting in about UGL um, Mech Soap, and they're asking if it was discontinued because UGL was sold. Well, those are uh, that's news to me, and I haven't heard anything about UGL being sold. Nor have I heard anything about mechs being discontinued. Um, a quick Google, Google search still talks about the availability of mechs. Um, and um, if anybody has any direct knowledge about not being able to find mechs, uh, I would certainly love to hear from you this morning. Uh, mechs, of course, as you know, is one of the 
key ingredients of my cleaning solution in that it's um, a very low sudsing soap. It works great with mixing with bleach and water. For my all-purpose cleaning solution, a quart of bleach, two-thirds of a cup of mex, and three quarts of warm water. Uh, if you're a regular listener, a long-time listener of the show, you know that um, some years ago uh, we started uh, talking about my cleaning solution with a soap called Soilex. You remember Soilex? S-O-I-L-A-X. Also was discontinued and uh, was no longer available. And I called the company and I said, you know, your soap is a remarkable uh, product. By the way, Soilex was invented for painters to prep walls uh, prior to painting them. And it was also a low sudsing soap and it was perfect for using on washing down walls. Um, so that was what it was intended for initially. And then we found it and started using it in our mixture. And I called the company when they, were dis- they, they, when they discontinued the product. And I said, I'm curious, just wondering, why did you discontinue the soap? It's a remarkable product, and you know I recommend it often on my radio program. And they said, oh, you're the guy. <laughs> I said, what do you mean? He said, well, believe it or not, this, this product has fallen out of favor and not really popular anymore, except... Get ready for this. In Buffalo, New York. <laughs> so we took credit for that. And um, it was the only market in, this, in the country where it was still holding on. Of course, it was available at value. And we promoted it heavily through that store when they, when they were a sponsor of the program. Anyway, uh, Soylex went by the wayside. And certainly, I hope this is not true about Mex. Um, but if you do know anything about it, I'd love to hear from you this morning to tell me what... Uh, what you do know about the UGL product, M-E-X, Mex Soap, and uh, we'll see if we can Google anything more about it. But right now, it's looking like it's still made and still uh, manufactured. Um, but, uh, well, we'll see if we can find out and let you know. Bottom of the hour, time for the top of the news. We're back with more right after this. Hammer time. Go! 1036 is Hammer Time. It's Dominic here with you this Saturday morning here on WBEN. Our best wishes to Randy Bushover as he moves on to another chapter in his life. Of course, Randy has been a fixture here for many a year, and uh, we're going to miss you, Rando, and uh, wish you luck at NITEC. Uh, if you know anything about UGL discontinuing Max, we'd like to hear from you. I've got a texter who wrote that in, although nothing has come up on searches that we found uh, that it's still available. And again, the all-purpose cleaning soap, Mex, um, which is what we recommend in my cleaning solution. If you haven't uh, tried my cleaning solution, by the way, uh, and um, you still have uh, either Soylex or Mex available to you, you will find it be quite, it's quite remarkable uh, with uh, exterior cleaning. Um, you can find it to be effective on anything outside. Um, so that would include... Your siding, uh, huge, huge benefit to cleaning siding with, with my cleaning solution. Uh, your um, overhangs, gutters, um, your uh, patio furniture, and yes, even concrete uh, will clean up quite well with my cleaning solution. Again, it's a quart of bleach, two-thirds of a cup of Mex, and three-quarts of warm water. Scrub and rinse. If you scrub with a brush, you could rinse with a hose or you can rinse with a power washer. Just be careful with that power washer uh, that you don't uh, 
dig too deeply, especially if you're cleaning a deck, because you could uh, do some damage to the surface of the deck. Um, but uh, yeah, we've kind of, um, I don't know, for the last few years, we haven't been promoting the cleaning solution as much as we uh, used to. Um, but um, it's always good to bring back the old old memories and the old uh, old uh, kind of systems of what we've recommended here on the air. So yeah, my all-purpose cleaning solution is something that you might want to give a try to, uh, especially if you have a lot of grime built up from the winter um, and you're trying to find a clever way to get rid of it. Um, it's, a, it's a great way of doing that. The weather uh, certainly is also um, in the news with it being somewhat um, kind of rainy today, and uh, hopefully tomorrow it won't be rainy. Um, and as we talk about uh, the rainfall, it seems like there's been a shortage of rain and uh, dry conditions are kind of pursuing. Um, so we kind of need rain, but you never really want it in the summer, right? <laughs> it's kind of a double-edged sword. Uh, just maybe if it rained at night only, that would be, be great. But the other thing about, um, about summer moisture, summer humidity, is the effect that it has in your basement uh, with uh, intensifying that humidity there. It seems that we get kind of a temperature inversion and an entrapment that occurs with the moisture that uh, collects down in the basement. Uh, and, and as it warms up outside, the humidity level seems to build because of that inversion of temperature in the basement. And uh, you know, always remember when you were a kid going down in the basement, it was always cooler uh, down there, um, but maybe not drier, and that's because of that humidity level. So keep uh, your sights on that, uh, the humidity level in your basement. Um, could be a sign of trouble if it uh, is in excess of 50% relative humidity uh, because that's kind of the tipping point to uh, starting to have problems with um, moisture leading to uh, mildew. And uh, once mildew starts to grow, uh, it can take over and be hard to remedy. Mildew loves to get into porous surfaces, which would include drywall, cardboard boxes, and, you know, if you have any of that in your basement and you have a moist condition, you're kind of even creating a bigger scenario because getting rid of the moisture now means having to get a, a get rid of the product that is holding the mildew as well. So be mindful of that. Now, we um, have, of course, Indoor Professionals as a sponsor, and one of the products they sell is the April Air Dehumidifier, which I recommend highly. We have one at home. Why is it so much better? Well, it works, and it works safely. And there is another whole dynamic to that discussion about safe operation of dehumidifiers. If you remember, years ago, we spoke about it often here, where we had an issue with uh, Chinese-manufactured dehumidifiers that had American nameplates, and we thought we were buying an American product because it had an American nameplate on it. However... It was made in China, and the manufacturing process there is not as refined, if you, if you want to say it that way, to uh, uh, manufacturing here as far as not only safety in the plants but also quality control. But anyway, long story short, these dehumidifiers um, were not safe for operation, and a lot of them actually started on fire, uh, hence the new coined phrase, Chinese fire starters, uh, they not only were unsafe, they actually didn't work very well either as far as really actu actually effectively reducing the relative humidity um, in your basement. So we brought that to everyone's attention. Um, 
and we featured a young lady um, on once who lost her dog to a Chinese fire starter uh, who was home. The dog was home alone, and the dehumidifier started on fire. And it prompted us to look into, you know, what would be a good, effective way to dehumidify, and hence we found, of course, through uh, indoor professionals, the April Air dehumidifier, a domestic product. Now, like anything of value, you know, you get what you pay for, and sometimes you think you're overpaying, but sometimes it's a matter of buying right and buying quality and paying more for it. And that's the case here with the April Air dehumidifier. It does cost more than what you'll see in the big box stores even today. I will point out that the dehumidifiers made in China are now safe. Uh, We have learned that the uh, issue that caused the fire to start has been remedied as far as the manufacturing. However, I will stand by the fact that they're not as effective um, as the April air uh, in actually working to reduce the relative humidity in your basement. And if you're going to put a unit in the basement, you expect it to work. Yes, as I say, you are going to pay more for uh, this product, um, but it's going to work, and it's going to last, and it's going to be safe. And so all of that um, is what you want to keep in mind when you're talking about dehumidification in your basement. I can't stress it enough, folks, how important it is to have a dehumidified basement. Um, another trick, if you don't want to spend the money on a dehumidifier and you don't want to pay the utility cost of a dehumidifier, which roughly is about the same as a refrigerator, by the way, you could employ the method of ventilation um, in your basement. Um, you're not going to um, reduce the humidity so much as to move air through, and um, you could you could find this to be effective, in, especially at drier times of the year. Right now, as we head into high humidity times, I, I would say this is not effective. But opening up basement windows and uh, running a fan, uh, moving the air through the basement, uh, could help reduce the buildup of moisture in your basement. Um, but if you really want to have a dry condition down there, then I would suggest the April air. And uh, we'll be speaking with Peter, of course, in the next commercial break. So we'll get ready to do that, and we'll talk to you right after this. Can't stress it enough, Peter, how important it is to have a reliable dehumidifier in your basement. And I mentioned it to you last week where uh, we actually had an outlet, the outlet uh, that the dehumidifier was plugged into failed. Uh, For some reason, it tripped, and I still haven't figured out why. Had the electrician come over and everything, and they scratched their heads too. Uh, Had nothing to do with the dehumidifier, though. It had something to do with uh, the actual circuit breaker that the the, dehumidifier was plugged into, the, the outlet it was plugged into. Anyway, I noticed it wasn't running. And I thought, well, that's odd because it usually should be running at this time of year. And sure enough, um, it was the breaker, as I said, and we got it back on. And now it's been running <laughs> 24-7 to catch up for all the work it has to do to get rid of all that extra humidity in the basement. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, you, you don't we forget how well they work until they stop working. Yep. You know, and then you, you know, the humidity goes up and everything starts to smell again. Yeah, it's I amazing. noticed. I actually that's what triggered it. That's what triggered it in my head as I was I walked down in the basement. I thought, hmm, 
Air seems a little heavy down here today. Unusual because it usually feels dry, feels like it's a fresher air feel, and that wasn't the case. And so that's what prompted me to go over to the unit to discover that it wasn't running. Um, so yeah, you're right. <laughs> we don't notice they're not working until uh, until we see a, a sign of that. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so this this time yeah. of year, as I mentioned, is important for us to think about dehumidification and the April Air, a valued product that you sell there at Indoor Air, along with the uh, medical grade air purifiers, and of course, the valued duct cleaning service uh, that it in the summer months is also important uh, because of cleaning the air uh, and having the air travel over clean ductwork, uh, cer- certainly a value. Yeah, there's no question about it. And it all comes down to your health. You know, if you can rid all that particulate, you know, once again, we shed 50 million dead skin cells per person per day. All that with the construction debris from remodeling an original goes into your ductwork. And then, of course, with the humidity, uh, the air conditioning is wonderful, but it, it spritzes the, the, all the stuff in the ductwork and makes mold. And that's why people get sick. Exactly. 683-3000, that's the number you're going to call right now, 716-683-3000. Peter, the extra special Hammer Time Radio discounts for this week. All right. Well, we're still relishing in our 30th year anniversary, and it all started with the amazing uh, Razor Clean duct, duct cleaning technology with Column. So that you can still save a minimum of $175 off and up to $250, depending on the size of your home. And then on the uh, the April Air high-capacity dehumidifier, you can still save $300 off. And on the uh, medical-grade air purifier, the 1,200-square-foot unit, you can save $300. And the whole house unit that goes on your furnace, you can save $500. Peter, a texter is writing in as we're speaking about the April air. They're wondering uh, what exactly are they in terms of price and with that discount, uh, you know, of course, certainly being oh, yeah. a great one. Yeah. And, and once again, it sounds, you know, it's, it's a different paradigm because it, it's a break even in three years um, based on electricity and not putting the old ones out to the curb. But the retail is 19 25 so 300 off is 1625. Mhm. So I would say pretty close to maybe twice as much as a Chinese fire starter but yet more reliable with that bumper to bumper warranty uh, and the reliability of its of its workability in terms of actually dehumidifying the air. Yeah, I'd say 3 3 to 4 times as much but as I said the fact that you're going to get 10 to 15 years out of it and it's saving a third on the energy. It's a huge energy savings. So those lines start to cross in three or four years on a break even. Okay. So there you go. The April air dehumidifier available at indoor professionals, six, eight, three, three thousand got IAP. Get it today. Watch Hammer Time TV, Buffalo's home improvement show on channel two, Saturday mornings at five 30, Sunday mornings at 10 30. See Phil, Nick, and Michelle with tips for you and all of our Hammer Time partners and the television version of this radio program that we call Viewer Mail, all on Buffalo's Home Improvement Show on Channel 2, Saturday mornings at 5.30 and Sunday mornings at 10.30. And our season is going to wrap up on 4th of July, 
And we'll be back with uh, a new a new season of Buffalo's Home Improvement Show next February. So catch the last few episodes uh, before the season ends. I uh, cannot find a single word um, about MEX um, on the UGL website as to whether it's still available or not. Uh, but interesting enough, it seems like it's been purged from their website uh, on their product list. It does not mention it. It mentions the Drylock product line and the Czar product line. No mention of the mech. So interesting. Anyway, we'll keep looking into that as we travel now to speak with Jay. Good morning, Jay. You're on WBN. Good morning. Love the show. Thanks for having me. Sure. Um, an air conditioning question. Go ahead. Um, we had uh, our air conditioning, of course, turned on this year, and it froze up in the uh, in the evaporator inside the plenum of the house. Mm-hmm. I took a look at the normal things, you know, airflow and everything. It looked great. So we called the installer. Um, turns out we still have a warranty in this. It's, we have a 10-year parts and labor on it. So the installer came in and recharged the Freon, about a pound and a half of Freon he put in. Okay. And that was it, and he left. Um, my question is, should they have done more? Should there be should have there been like more diligence in trying to find a leak? Yeah. You know, it's my yeah. understanding it's a closed system, you know? Right. So interesting uh, question, uh, and one that I have firsthand knowledge of because the exact same thing happened to me. Um, we had a condenser that had a leak, and nobody ever mentioned it or ever found it um, until um, we had NOCO come out, and they diagnosed it and found that not only was there a leak, there was a defect in the condenser, and it had been recalled. Um, so it took some due diligence on their part. It was actually still under warranty, However, they recommended that I move away from that brand, which I did do, and went to another brand uh, because of its reliability. So my answer to you is yes. I think it's always important that a diagnostics be done uh, beyond the obvious so as to maybe get your arms around exactly what caused the problem in the first place. Uh, So a loss in Freon is cause for concern because that probably indicates a, a leak of some kind. How old is the system? Um, it's this is its ninth year. It has a ten-year parts and labor, so we're kind of at the end of that warranty period. So, you know, I just wondered if the guy just came in and put the free on him in hopes that it maybe would last another season. Well, it seems to me that he put his focus on the obvious and not what might be have led to the led to the problem. Um, and yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's hard to say exactly what what it is. Uh, but I think a more diagnostic approach would have probably have been of value. Now, you see, you have good operating condition now, right? Yeah, he was just um, he just recharged uh, the Freon yesterday, so currently it seems to be okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I always say when it t- comes to HVAC especially, um, I think that it's more who you call than what they do, um, you know, because the, the integrity – and the thoroughness of the technician is really the essence of the service. Um, and it's funny because that particular um, that conti- particular area of home home maintenance seems to be more susceptible to there may be something missed as opposed to you know a leak in a plumbing line or something like that because a little bit more obvious and cut and dry if you know what I mean. So there's a lot more hidden. More to it. Yeah, there's a lot more hidden things uh, with an HVAC system, especially when it comes to the fact that 
there's so many electronics in our HVAC now. And, you know, I have a problem at home right now that I'm dealing with in this regard with my my boiler, and I'm actually working on getting this replaced now in the summer when I don't need it. We came home from a vacation um, in the wintertime, and the house was 50 degrees. Well, I ran downstairs, and the boiler had turned itself off. And the reason it did is because it has a super sensitivity to a gas flow. And if it detects a lack of proper gas flow, guess what? It turns off and flashes an error code. Uh, so, you know, when you need it the most and it's not there, you know, how dependable is this product? So, yeah, um, and again, it took a while for me to get that figured out too, based on who I had come out look at it. So, yeah, right. I think, you know, that's probably it. The integrity and the honesty and the thoroughness you know, is this a regular technician to use all the time, or you just call them for the first time? This is the first time we've had a callback on this installation. So, um, you know, I'm just not that familiar with this particular company. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I kind of it kind of speaks volumes of maybe where you should go from here. And I do heavily emphasize that that the integrity of uh, and the thoroughness of a HVAC technician is essential to their service. Right. I think I'll give them a call back and uh, ask if they could do some leak detection. Yeah, and, and ask unit. if they could do it at not a, another uh, another service call charge, too. <laughs> well, it was nice because they did. It, it was under warranty, so they didn't ah. charge us for the service call well, that's or the good. Freon at this That's point. good. That's so. good. Yeah, I, I think your peace of mind means something, so I would call. I appreciate the okay. advice. All right, Jay. Thanks for calling in. Well, have a great week, everybody. We'll Look forward to seeing you next Saturday, same time, same place, so where we've been since 1989. And hats off to Jerry Craig. And uh, remember, the show house uh, closes at 3 o'clock today. It's at 102 Seymour Street. So try to squeeze that into your day if you can. I think you'll really appreciate it. Have a great week, everybody. And always remember that life may be hard by the yard, but by the inch. It's a cinch. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allow 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months.